Welcome to the A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on demand sports.network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok where we share these links as well. Gotta thank our sponsors because they truly do help out and make it possible for us and they help you guys out. Renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area, simply hit them up at renterswarehouse.com. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by checking them out in Lebanon on what they have on the lot or seeing them at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Uh, uh, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Harold Landry got paid, guys. I mean, this is absolutely insane, the amount of money that Harold Landry gets. So five-year deal, $87.5 million. That comes out to an average of $17.5 million per year. And if you remember, going back to Buck Rising's report, uh, back in February on AtoZSports.com that Buck reported sources close to Landry saying being the top paid player in his meeting room next season is among his main priorities. Bud Dupree last year, five years, $82.5 million, currently holds that title. An average of $17 mil per year would help that uh, with Harold Landry. And so that's exactly what Harold Landry got. He got one more million per year than his teammate and companion, Bud Dupree. And so now, as Tight Up Ohio says, run it back. The Titans are at least running it back with the front four that dominated for a lot of this past season and dominated the Bengals' offensive line in the playoff game, even with a loss. They got these guys back, Zach, and Harold Landry is the first Titan to have 12 or more sacks in a season since Jason Babin 10 years ago. So they got their guy. I, for one, was surprised. I'll let you start by asking you this question. When 3 p.m. Central Time passed and Harold Landry did not get the franchise tag, what went through your mind with no tag for Landry? Well, before I saw Teron Davenport's tweet saying they were trying to get a deal done, before I saw that, I thought he was long gone. Once he hit the open market, I don't think that the Titans would compete. I think he would have gotten a bigger deal than this if he would have hit in the open market. Yeah. The Jets or some some franchise would have paid him $90, 95000000 million because what you don't know, right? And the Titans knew about Harold Landry. And the one thing that they knew that they wanted to keep him. Like you, Austin, and I think we, look, we say what we mean and we mean what we say. We hold each other accountable. Both you and I have said multiple times on this show, on this program, that we did not think the Titans would give them the long-term deal. It would be too expensive for them. This is a surprise to me. I didn't think this would happen. Now, I thought it should happen. I stand by that over the last several weeks. I thought that they should prioritize Harold Landry, they should give him the deal, but I thought that it was going to be too expensive for their blood. And the reason why it went to logistics, they they actually moved that around, which was surprising. Is I thought they were going to have to franchise tag him to get a deal. 
but franchise tagging him hurts the salary cap in certain mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do that. They made sure they got a deal right at the deadline. They let the deadline pass. Then they signed him. This was good strategy by John Robinson, and he was able to get the okay from the agent of Harold Landry and Harold Landry to say, this is where I want to be. This is the deal I want to sign. I don't want to hit the open market and possibly get more money. So bravo to John Robinson for being able, well, for sacking up and actually giving him the money, which I didn't know if he was going to do, and the way that he went about it. Yeah, well, it's crazy, right? Because the Titans have given out uh, $170 million of contracts in the last 365 days to guys in the same position. Bud Dupree, five years, $82.5 million. Uh, Harold Landry, five years, $87.5 million. And Jeffrey Simmons, uh, luckily, still on the last year of his rookie deal. Then he will be paid just over $10 million in his fifth year option in 2023 before he breaks the bank and gets like 20 plus million dollars per year uh, on, on average. So here's, I want to point this out too, because we are two seasons or I guess less than two seasons removed from the Titans only having 19 sacks in a 16 game season. They had a lot of sacks last year. They had nine alone in a playoff game and were able to be a disrupting force with Danico Autry and Bud Dupree as free agent additions. That saw the explosion of Harold Landry this past year. And then obviously, uh, Tier Tart also, uh, by the way, just got a one-year extension right as we went live this morning. So an extra depth piece there. But, you know, I talked about this last week. When I saw John Robinson literally crying at the NFL Combine when he was asked about what he can do better as the GM and crying because of the trust and getting emotional because of the trust that Amy Adams Strunk and her family and the organization and the fan base and the city has in him, and they came up short the way they did, I thought that sent a message that the Titans would go all in this offseason. And all in for John Robinson this offseason includes having Ryan Tannehill as the quarterback. We talked about that last week. But now I think we truly know that all in for the Titans this offseason definitely includes Harold Landry to be here for the long haul. And like you mentioned, Zach, paying him the franchise tag would be a risk because of it would count 100% this year on the cap. So we don't know exactly the contract details for Harold Landry, uh, but we can compare it to Bud Dupree because Bud Dupree got $1 million less per year than Harold Landry. And Bud Dupree's cap hit, this past year in the first year of his deal was just $5.1 million. Now this year it's 19.2. So it does go up significantly, but the salary cap will go up significantly. So I can imagine that Harold Landry's is going to be set up the same type of way where it'll be just a little over $5 million on the cap this year, which helps the Titans again, go all in on 2022 because what do we know about this upcoming football season ryan Tannehill's not going anywhere the offensive line needs to have some reworking for sure but aj brown is cheap for one more year derrick henry i think for the contract he is on is fairly cheap for this year and that this might be the last shot you have at it 
And so if you can keep your defensive front four together, that gives you the best chance to achieve your goals in February of 2023 by bringing back Harold Landry. The other thing that COVID did, and it really impacted a lot of general managers that now you're starting to see, especially in this situation, kicking the rock down the road because they're betting on wide open space. And that wide open space is increased salary cap. For the first time, you know, it went down in a COVID year and now it is pushing back up. Money was made. They didn't, they didn't cancel a single NFL game throughout COVID over the last two years. So they did lose money because of fans and seating in 2020. We know that, but they're starting to get back ripe. And let's say the NFL, they print money and they just continue to grow. That is what general managers, as you can already start to see, are betting on over the next several years. And I definitely think that influenced John Robinson in signing and doing this deal with Harold Landry for however big it is. And you said two, two guys at the same position. This front four, man, this is one of the best front fours in the league. How about this, Zach? You know, I think he, I think you can say it, it can be the best. Like, you know, Brian Baldinger for the NFL Network put out a lot of his Baldy breakdown videos on Twitter and consistently throughout last season stated, this is the best front four in football. And Brian Baldinger knows trenches. He knows offensive and defensive line play. And so I take what he says with a lot of worth. Uh, but how about this, Zach? The Titans now have two of the top 15 biggest contracts of pass rushers. Harold Landry is now tied for the 10th biggest contract for NFL pass rushers uh, and, and that the edge to, uh, you know, position, right? Harold Landry is tied with Cam Jordan at $17.5 million average per year, right below Trey Flowers, the Lions, and Fred Warner of the Niners, right above D Ford of the Niners and Eric Armstead of the Niners. So the Niners have three of the top 13, which is just bizarre. But then Bud Dupree has the is tied for the 15th highest paid deal of edge rushers at $16.5 million per year. So the Titans really have flipped that quite a bit over the last couple of years. Instead of piecing together Vic Beasley and Jadavian Clowney, they're going all in with $170 million over the last two years with two dudes. Well, let me say this, and this is right before we're about to ask our question about what we actually think of this deal. Austin, you say they're the best front four and one of the best, and I would agree with you because it doesn't have a lot of holes. No, they don't have a Nick Bosa or a TJ Watt, but the combination of Harold Landry, Danico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, and Bud Dupree, I mean, that is just, I mean, it's terrorizing. Here's what I'll say. They needed to do this because of who they will face. The AFC quarterbacks now is a completely different landscape with that man number three at the bottom of the screen going to a new conference. They're all getting better. Justin Herbert's getting better. Derek Carr is getting better. We don't know where Deshaun Watson's going to go, but I damn sure know that Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are good. I also know that Lamar Jackson can beat you because he's done it before. This entire conference has been flipped because of some moves, you have to be able, and I'll quote Bill Cower, rush the quarterback. You have to be able to rush the quarterback. They got guys now to do that. 
All right, so, and, you know, it's crazy. You talk about the 49ers and the Titans spending a lot of money. The 49ers have three guys in the top 13 paid edge rushers who are defined as edge rushers. Fred Warner's kind of a not a typical edge rusher. But then you have Nick Bosa, who's still in a rookie contract, just like the Titans have Jeffrey Simmons still in his rookie contract. And Danico Autry is being paid around $7 mil, uh, per year as well after that free agent addition. So let's ask this question. Is paying Harold Landry an average of $17.5 million per year smart or not smart by the Titans? Is paying Harold Landry an average of $17.5 million per year smart or not smart by the Tennessee Titans? But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get uh, hurt in life, know who you should go to. Know who you should trust. That's the dozen-plus doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute who specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have to get you back into health. Boneandjointtn.org. And Franklin, also satellite campuses in Thompson Station, Nolansville, and Brentwood for your convenience. Boneandjointtn.org. BetMGM. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today on your Android or Apple Store. Today, use the promo code ATOZ200. All one, no spaces. ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager to win $200 when either NBA team hits a three-pointer. Three-point buckets. I don't know if you watched Ja last night. He put on a show. There was some really good NBA action. Threes are flying. ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager to win $200 when either team hits a uh, three pointer in the NBA. That is for new users. Download the app today. All right. Tons of comments flying in. Is it smart or not smart for the Titans to pay Harold Landry $17.5 million per year? So uh, let's go ahead and get to Scott says smart. Clayton says smart. Brandon smart. Steven smart. Brian smart. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Darius says depends on the cap hit. So I will say, uh, Paul Kaharski did report yesterday or this morning. I can't remember of a potential cap hit in year one for Landry at 5.6 million. So slightly above the Bud Dupree 5.1. So that's what we know as of that. Damon says smart. T Shannon says smart. Kenneth says smart. If he performs, well, uh, you could just left off the, if he performs, Jacob says smart. Aaron says smart. Brandon smart. Shane says fairly smart. Uh, we got YouTube, uh, Rick R three says smart, even smarter. If you get a rookie quarterback and can move on from Tannehill next year, Lane says genius. James says smart. Jessica smart. Eric says smart. Just curious to see what happens to the O line. Zach, uh, a lot more smarts. Now look, it's a Titans audience, right? They're excited that their leading sack guy from a year ago is coming back. Troy says not smart. I did see some, uh, Vibe says unsure. I saw Aaron uh, also said not smart. What do you think? Uh, I have always been, this is not smart. I still don't think it's smart to combine Harold Landry and Bud Dupree for this much money. I You can get away with it this year because of the Jeffrey Simmons deal. But I, I tweeted this yesterday. That it's not smart to pay those guys the same or more because Jeffrey Simmons needs to get paid. And the hard thing about it is Harold Landry has been a coach's dream for four years. But I don't think it is the right decision to put this many resources in one position when your quarterback 
needs all the support he can get. And this will create a domino or ripple effect, however you want to view it, for Ryan Tannehill's supporting cast. And I think this offseason, the number one priority should be Ryan Tannehill's supporting cast because he is what held you back along with Todd Downing. So I don't think it's smart long-term to invest, what, $19 million cap it for Bud Dupree, 5.6 for Landry next season. Both of them are going to be around that 19. And so it just gonna, it's going to get tight, man. Austin, and what, better we take said, what are the mo- four most important positions in football? Quarterback, the tackle position to protect that quarterback, the edge rusher or person to affect the quarterback, and cover corner. One of those positions is edge rusher, and they got two damn good edge rushers that help each other. The problem with this team, Austin, this is why it is smart. The chat is smart for saying it's smart. You're smart. It's smart. The reason why is the problem that you've had over the last several, and you mentioned Jason Babin, (laughs) a throwback, this team hasn't had this type of pass rush ever. Ever. You could go back to the Javon Curse days and Albert Hainsworth and though and that heyday. But right now, with the continuity on the defensive line, we know what 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 lost Joe Burrow his Super Bowl. The defensive line. It was Aaron Donald getting after his ass on a fourth down. If you can disrupt the quarterback, which is the most important position in team sports, that makes it that much easier to win games, and it helps your quarterback on the other side. I don't discredit you have to help Tannehill because of what he's going through and in an approve-it year. But this is smart on multiple levels. I didn't think it was going to happen because I didn't think that the dollars and cents would make sense But John Robinson put it together. I thought it needed to happen. That's why I think it is very smart. They structured it correctly where you get get some breathing room this year because of the salary cap structure. You get a dominant pass rusher. And Austin, here's why it's smart. Harold Landry and the Tennessee Titans both did everything that they should have done. They drafted a value position and a value player in the second round. They groomed him over the last four years. His contract came up. He earned this money. He played all of his games. He did everything he was supposed to. And the way that I think business should be run, and I think good businesses run this way, and I, wait, A Sports runs this way. If you do your job correctly, and you do everything you are asked to do in the right way, you should get rewarded for that. You should be valued for that. Absolutely. John Robinson and the Tennessee Titans did that with Harold Landry. This is a smart decision, and they're going to need that pass rush against all those AFC quarterbacks I mentioned earlier. And if they go to a Super Bowl, I guarantee it's either going to be Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford that they're going to be playing, which is another elite-type quarterback. Yeah, and and I think, look, my opinion on – this not being smart by the Titans has nothing to do with Harold Landry individually because everything you said is correct. Harold Landry has earned this. He has worked his ass off. He is consistently one of the few guys that Mike Vrabel mentions by first and last name in press conferences for, you know, because he's impressing the coach so much. This is one of Mike Vrabel's favorite guys. 
It is. And we've seen that over the last – and guess what? He hasn't gotten hurt. Like, knock on wood, but Harold Landry has played such a high volume and percentage of snaps since becoming a full-time starter in his second year that he's been able uh, to be on the field in every situation, and they trust Harold Landry. So, again, Harold Landry absolutely deserves this. So I don't want to get that twisted. I just think long-term, something's going to – somebody else is going to be gone from this roster where I think you have a luxury at pass rush. I think your pass rush has so much – is so heavily weighted with your cap hits and space that you're going to suffer in other places because now there are ripple effects. The offensive line is a massive ripple effect. And I've said this for the last month and a half since the Titans lost to the Bengals, that if if signing Harold Landry long-term negatively affects your offensive line, then signing Harold Landry long-term wasn't worth it because you already have Simmons, Dupree, Autry, and the rest of the defense that looks pretty solid and falling into place behind that front. But you've got to help out Ryan Tannehill. You've got to. And the offensive line has four spots that are might be up for grabs. Like Nate Davis is the only guy where you say, yeah, that guy's locked in to start at right guard next year. The other four spots, I don't know. Like, I don't know where they could go. And you need more wide receiver help. You don't have any tight ends. And you got to be able to help that. And, and T-Town says, you got to build to the draft. Yeah, I mean, that's great when you say it that way. But it's we've seen the last couple of years, the Titans haven't been able to get a lot of rookie impact out of the draft, especially on offense. Think about this. They're early, they're over the last couple of drafts, their early impact guys are defensive dudes. Right? Christian Fulton, defense. Uh, you've got Elijah Molden, defense. But you don't have Dylan Radins or Isaiah Wilson or Des Fitzpatrick. Wins, I mean, A.J. Brown's the last offensive player drafted to have an immediate impact. Darrington Evans, the hell is he doing? He's probably not even going to be here next year after how John Robinson talked about him at the Combine last week. And so you got to have somebody help. You gotta, you, are you going to rely on rookies to come in? and help your offense, and help support your quarterback who kept you from reaching your goal last year, that's just a big gamble. But, but Austin, here's what I'll say. You have to fight fire with fire. If you don't have enough fire, you can't beat elite quarterbacks. They'll beat you every time. Regardless of Tannehill, Tannehill's going to be here. They're going to either figure out if he's the guy or draft another guy. or Because the elite quarterbacks are now off the table. They ain't getting Deshaun Watson within the division. Russell Wilson is not coming to Tennessee. Aaron Rodgers is not coming to Tennessee. We found that out yesterday. So it it is going to be Tannehill. This is the reason why you have to fight fire with fire. Austin, you want have you ever been you know uh, the Green Mile death row? You know what death row is? The Titans facing Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, who went to the playoffs, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, whoever the Colts quarterback is twice, Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers, oh yeah, Justin Herbert, and whoever the hell the commander's quarterback is. Those are their 2022 NFL opponents. Yeah, it's crazy. Let that sink in. 
That and, I just and, named. And, I just named the elite of the elite. I just named playoff quarterbacks. But no, I actually named Titans opponents. You have to have a pass rush if you're going to go into the Green Mile this year. I know. I, I don't disagree. I, I mean, in the schedule for the Titans. That's what happens when you win the division. You play first place division winning schedule. And 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 when you just luckily draw out of a hat the AFC West that year when they trade for Russell Wilson. Son of a bitch. That's going to be a something you got to deal with too. So I do want to read this comment because. Uh, I went on my rant about, you know, rookies on offense that haven't helped. And I did see uh, a comment. Eric uh, Stevens says, in fairness to Dylan Radins, he only played one game. Well, in fairness and honesty to Dylan Radins, he got beat out the entire year by David Questenberry. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to hear when you have David Questenberry being your right uh, tackle the entire year and Dylan Radins isn't ready and you have to play a guy like Bobby Hart against the LA Rams on Sunday night football. That's not in fairness to Dylan Radins, Steven. That's honest with Dylan Radins that he wasn't ready and he's going to have to be ready uh, for sure. Here's the crazy part. And, you know, I think it's unfortunate because I've said my piece on Ryan Tannehill. I wish him the best. I hope he can do it. I don't think that he can, but look, look, I didn't think that the Titans were going to sign Harold Landry. I thought they should, but they ended up making a deal done. Here's the issue, Austin, and this is wild to think about. The Titans roster is awesome. That's how I would ca- categorize the Titans roster. It is awesome. You have the best running back in the league. You got a top top 10 wide receiver in A.J. Brown. We don't know what the offensive line is yet, so I won't speak on that. Yeah, yeah. Julio Jones... <laughs> Has defense. Is, he, he got the biggest chip on his old ass shoulders, I think, in the league of that, the, that type of wide receiver to prove that he still could play. On the defensive side of the ball, you've got Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Danico Autry, and Jeffrey Simmons, one of, if not the best defensive line in the National Football League. You got a top five safety in Kevin Byard. You've got uh, Christian Fulton, who's coming into his own and played phenomenal last year. I don't know what Zach Cunningham or David Long Jr. or where they will be. I, I don't know if, if Cunningham like, will be on I the like roster. I like those two guys. I, if they're on, I mean, David Long's going to be here. Zach Cunningham is still a question mark. But, yeah, absolutely. Like, those two inside linebackers are really damn good together. The good thing is Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown, who played putrid last year, are gone. And you got Caleb Farley, a first-round pick. You talk about a, 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 a chip on his young shoulders. The biggest question mark on this entire team. Oh, let me add, you got the returning reigning coach of the year in the NFL. The biggest question mark on this awesome roster, quarterback. All the, no, they're not going to get any talk because everybody doubts number 17. Everybody doesn't think that Tannehill can do it. Doesn't think that he is the guy. Doesn't feel it in their bones that that man can lead this type of team, this awesome roster around him to a Super Bowl. That's the issue. So uh, the Titans have done everything in their power to go all in. But that question mark at quarterback, man, I that well, I, that is I, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, I see. I just saw a comment uh, on Facebook that I want to read uh, because it compares the Titans to another team that you don't want to be compared to. So I'm going to read some more comments as well as that one. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. 
Yes, FBHP.com changed my life and changed my pocketbook, which is great. Saved me 20% per month with a better health plan, better coverage, better rates, better service. 200-plus locations in Tennessee. If you're in the state of Tennessee, listen to me, and I, I tell you the truth. All you have to do is at least let them give you a quote. And then you will start to think and say, what was my previous health plan? Now, what could my health plan be? I was going, I was paying over $200. Now I pay $166 a month with Farm Bureau health plans. That was in the matter of really 35 minutes health assessment. And then a couple of days later, I got my quote. I signed up. I called. And actually, my previous health plan, I don't know if I ever told this story on air. They refused to refund me my money because I was four days late. I was like, well, uh, let me talk to your superior right now. And was on hold for about 15 minutes. I, you know, did what I do. What do you know? They canceled it on the spot. And I started saving money immediately with FBHP.com. You don't have to haggle or heckle or ask for superiors at Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's the best part. That's why I love them. FBHP.com slash A to Z. Log on today and start saving money. A to Z Sports. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. BetMGM app. And if you do it uh, tonight, use our code ATOZ200. And you get a uh, $200 when any... NBA team hits a three-pointer after you place a simple $10 money line wager. So it's pretty easy. You go to the app store, you download the app, you sign up using our code ATOZ200. You place a $10 money line wager on any NBA game tonight, and you get 200 bucks in free bets when either team hits a three-pointer. It's a great way to get rolling uh, here with BetMGM. So download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued after nominal trouble, free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So I want to read more comments because, uh, you know, we're reacting to the Titans signing Harold Landry to the five-year, $87.5 million contract. Uh, and Zach basically saying that the Titans have an awesome roster. They've got all the defensive weapons in place. They have an elite uh, a wide receiver in A.J. Brown, and the best running back in the league. They've got all these things, and Jarrell just says the Titans are the Cleveland Browns. Because what do the Cleveland Browns have? A massive question at quarterback with Baker Mayfield. They got a lot of really good-looking weapons. They got a lot. They got a really good-looking defense. And look, it's not perfect, but it's I I think what Jarrell's point. You're, you're getting the love of the show. Jarrell, yeah, and right. somebody else. I think Big Ten Jeff called for Jarrell to get the love of the show with that. But that, that's hard to hear, but he's not wrong. Sobering because, truth. And again, that's why I feel like the Titans giving Harold Landry all this money. It's going to hurt you somewhere. Well, it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter, Austin. It doesn't matter because if you don't have your quarterback, it doesn't matter. So if you're, but if you're going to ride with them, you might as well defend the other guys, right? Yeah, but the, like the, the guys do- that can do it, the guys that are elite, that have proven to be elite, you better defend their ass. Well, Stop worrying a- about your quarterback who's going to be there. And Drell's keeping stats that he says that the second love of the show he's ever gotten. So there you go, Drell, in his personal stat. You're here. Uh, but again, it's like it's it's hard, right? Because you gotta you gotta pick you gotta pick and choose and make a decision. If you have 
a company or whatever, and you know what you're really good at, do you continue to invest in your strengths or do you invest in your weaknesses to make them not as weak? And right. The guy, the, Titans, the guy driving your weakness is the biggest catalyst, right? So it doesn't matter. Like I'm at, I, so invest that's in the weakness. If that guy's driving the damn car, he's going to play regardless of the way he's going to play. He's so you got to make it, make sure his life's easier. He's not elite. His life was easy last in the postseason. His life, Austin. Let and let me say this: Ryan Tannehill's life was the easiest it will ever be in Ryan Tannehill's career this past year. That when you talk about postseason, I'm not talking about regular season. Regular season was hard, but when the postseason, it was the easiest it will ever be in the history of Ryan Tannehill's career. First round seed. Home field advantage, Derrick Henry back, Julio Jones healthy, A.J. Brown healthy, full offensive line, terrorizing defense, good head coach, raucous crowd, easy path. What did he do? He lost. So, right. I'm t- look, I'm, you got to change. I mean, I, I'm of the don't be insane mentality, right? Don't do the same thing over and over and over again. Expect a different result. But, Austin. Ryan Tannehill's life can't get – it will only get harder from here. Okay. Yeah, so make it better. So so, so give the resources that you have into improving your weakness, which is the quarterback. And so I see some comments there. Hold on, Kenneth says, how can you invest in the QB position if there aren't any good ones available? Kenneth, you invest in the quarterback position by investing in your offensive line and your group of pass catchers. Not, and I'm not saying you you change well, the course. Off season's not over, Austin. You're yeah, sitting but, here saying like it's dead. It, the damn thing hadn't even begun. They still have money because of the Harold Landry deal to go out and either get a offensive lineman because one of the three are going to get cut. Saffold, well, Lawan, and and Ben Jones ben will not Jones survive. Is already this. a free agent, so yes, but one of one won't be on the roster. Right, right. we know that. This leaves you enough money, though, to get a tight end and an offensive lineman, plus you have a first-round pick. You ain't trading that away, right? You're going to pick. So this solidifies you're either going to get one of the wide receivers. Maybe it's one of the Alabama guys. Maybe it's the guy from Penn State. Maybe it is a uh, a late first-round wide receiver. Or maybe it's a late first-round offensive lineman. Which has gone out. It's not over. Would that help Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, but I think Ryan Tannehill needs veteran help. And and so James says, why didn't you feel that way about Tannehill getting the bag, Austin? I don't know where you're getting at there, but Ryan Tannehill earned the contract. And the Titans were in a bad situation when they gave Ryan Tannehill the contract. They had to. They had no choice. He just took him to the AFC Championship game for the first time in 17 years, and and that was just the expiring contract. You had to do that. But the reason why I, I was against and I don't think it's smart to sign Harold Landry to this long-term deal like this, I mean, the, the, long, the more long-term, the better for the Titans. So five years makes more sense than four years for the Titans to spread it out further. It's just because you gave Bud Dupree the same money. You're going to have to give Jeffrey Simmons the money too. You've already invested in Danico Autry. Bud Dupree, Danico Autry, Jeff Simmons, and Harold Landry, it seems like that's – that's too much of a luxury to have when you have other places to spend to spread out that money. What is distribution of the of the cap? What if they re-sign Ben Jones? How do you feel? I mean, I will feel better if they re-sign Ben Jones. 
Uh, okay. All right. We're, but, right. We're, we're climbing, baby. We're climbing. But it, if you re-sign Ben Jones, what happens to Saffold and Lawan? Something. You, but you're going to draft a guy. You, My, look, you're drafting a, 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 a you're drafting a a offensive lineman or a wide receiver in the first round. That and is Robert. Robert says Austin J. Rob is planning to draft QB next year. Don't be no, so naive to that. Robert, I created the damn topic. My whole like thing uh, three weeks ago was you have to draft your Super Bowl champion quarterback within the next two years. So thank you, Robert Foster, for thinking I'm naive about that. Like, yeah, of course you're going to have to draft a quarterback like that. But And Jason says restructure Lawan. I mean, you're again, the more you restructure, the more you're just going to get screwed down the road. Just paying this guy more money. <laughs> yeah, and you're giving him rest- – again, everybody's so confused about what the hell restructure means. Restructure does not mean salary cut or pay cut. It means more money to the player now. And, Mark, I know the cap will continue to go up, but all the dead money the Titans have will also continue to go up. To everybody who says you can cut Bud Dupree after next year – and get that's when his out is. Yeah, you can. But again, you're you're gonna keep compiling dead cap money and paying guys to not play for you. So that's the hard part about this. Like you can't just say, oh, here's the out, move on from him. Because you're they're still taking up a, a chunk of that space. And so it's it's yeah, and Taylor, thank you. Restructuring is a line of credit that you're gonna have to pay later. Uh, we, I we, hope people understand that. We have now reached a, a, a low point with double 007 agent Lou Man throwing out the idea of Richie Incognito. Oh, my we have God. Reached, we have reached a new low with the agent man. <laughs> MB says Dupree will be off the cap. You're wrong, Austin. Uh, MB, I've got Bud Dupree's contract sitting in front of me right now. He will not be off the cap. If you cut him... Um, Net after next season, he counts 9.6 million in dead cap in 2023. So that means that Bud Dupree will account for a significant chunk of your salary cap to not play for you in 2023. Now, while you can do that in certain areas, you cannot continue to do that year after year after year after year. If you want to move on from the one, that makes sense because his dead cap is $1.7 million. If you want to move on from Jackrabbit Jenkins, that makes sense because his cap is like $3 million. But the dead cap at $9.6 million, I'd rather pay Bud Dupree his whole uh, chunk of $20 million cap hit than have him not pay for you and him count 9.6. I think uh, I agree with Mikey Fleck. I'm not going to put his comment up there because I do think it's a topic for another day, probably okay. tomorrow or the next day, with what you're going to do with this offensive line. We know... It's it's a domino effect. Everybody knew this. If you signed Harold Landry, something else will happen. If you didn't sign Harold Landry, where are you going to put those funds, right? So I, I like what Mikey says because I think that will probably be what the approach will be. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. I like the fact that they signed Harold Landry and now you don't have to worry about your front four defense. Something that is so valuable with the green mile coming up in 2022. And that's what I will continue to call it. It is death row. Death row of quarterbacks. They're too difficult. We don't even know what the Colts and the commanders are going to do. 
I mean, the the win, actually, a side win, Austin, is the Colts. They're not going to get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, right? They're an AFC no, team. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. so you, the, the benefit in all this is the Titans, you just got to win the AFC South. Win the AFC South. And That's you at goal. least are in, right? You, you got You have, you have to, you have to win the AFC South. And that's, you know, you just saw two four seeds go to the Super Bowl this past year and the Rams and the Bengals. So you can do it. They just did it. So win the AFC South. And that's, I think that is the initial goal. Just do that. And the rest is gravy. Win the AFC South because you've got the Jags and the Texans who are still treading water and the Colts who are not happy with their quarterback situation and the two best options are already off. And here's one thing, resiliency, Apollo 23. Uh, I agree. The last time the Titans had the green mile, they came out pretty good. They do well with really tough competition, right? This past year, they beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. They beat LA, the Super Bowl champions, right? I mean, they did pretty well. But this the Colts, green, they, they went four <laughs> zero. No, they they, did. they went four. They they whipped. Now they had a, a war. It was a war of attrition, and they beat the Saints. Yeah, but that was Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Um. Here's here's what I'll say. You have Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert. That's eight. I did not include the Colts or the Commanders (laughs) that I know Austin loves. There's eight. That's half your schedule. Half your schedule are against elite type quarterbacks. Not all of them. Derek Carr's probably not elite. And Justin Herbert still young, but trending very high, right? Uh, well, they just got Mike Williams back. They got Keenan Allen. They got Austin Eckler. That's a damn good team. That's a damn good offense. Joey Bosa. I mean, the Chargers, the Chargers sputtled or sputter, stumbled and sputtered at the end of last season. And that was unfortunate, but the Chargers could be good. Chargers are probably that's a good ten dollar free bet MGM bet to just go ahead and put right now on them winning the Super Bowl because you get really good odds. I don't necessarily know if that would happen if they would win, but that's eight eight elite type quarterbacks in twenty twenty two, not including Commanders and Colts because we don't know their situation. And, and we got Lawrence. the Eagles. Eagles are a playoff team. J- Jalen Hurts. I, I don't necessarily believe in Jalen Hurts, but playoff team. They got to play them too. So what, and what happens with Trevor Lawrence, you know, you know, I I don't have, like, I don't think he's just going to break. Can he beat you once? Hopefully he doesn't take the Joe Burrow step in year two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, Plus 2,500 for the LA chargers uh, is what Tyler Francis says. So they take that free bet, put it, put it somewhere with that'll be nice. All right. Into these sports here live on this Wednesday show. We still have throwing shade coming up, but I think this is interesting question too. Which decision impacts the NFL more? Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers or Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos? Very interesting uh, conversation on this. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The Palisade, the Sonata that I own, and also the Santa Fe and the Elantra. The perfect make and model for you and your family if you're getting a car or an SUV for yourself, your wife, your kids. Maybe they're turning 16. Who knows? 
Sweet 16 would be a lot sweeter with a really good deal in fuel efficiency. And fuel efficiency, my friends, <laughs> don't live in California. You're paying $6 per gallon. It's going up, and it ain't going anywhere but up. You need a fuel-efficient vehicle. If you have a car right now that's just guzzling gas, that's probably not smart. Wilson County Hyundai can either put you in a fuel-efficient vehicle or they got electrics, man. They do. The Ionic, you can get hooked up with the Ionic. It's a sleek, cost-effective car. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory today. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. A great time to do it tonight in the NBA. Uh, if you do this and use our code ATOZ200, you put a $10 Moneyline wager on any game tonight in the league or the association, as they call it, and then you will get 200 bucks in free bets when either team hits a three-point shot in that game. It's an easy way uh, to get a lot of opportunities for the BetMGM app to get started with it. So it's a new customer offer with code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200, and all you do is place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game, and regardless of that bet's outcome, you get 200 bucks when either team hits a three. So Aaron Rodgers stays with the Green Bay Packers. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos for a lot, right? Uh, two first-rounders, two second-rounders, more picks, uh, Drew Locke, Bless your heart, Noah Fant. Real, the biggest loser in all of the NFL yesterday, Noah Fant. Think of your thing about like this. You're Noah Fant. Oh my God, I just got Russell Wilson. Heck yeah. Hey, Noah, uh, can you call us back? Need you to go to Seattle. Damn it. Drew's going with you. Damn it. <laughs> so, Noah Fant, I feel bad for Noah Fant. Yeah, and... Noah Fant is a quality tight end. He's not yes. an elite tight end, but he's a quality tight end. Uh, this is a really tough question uh, because let's read some comments and maybe I can get – I have a couple of things I'm thinking about, but I haven't been able to jump on one side of the fence. Don't Kill John says, Russell Wilson, it just made the AFC West so much tougher. NFC North is just status quo at this point. NFC West is easier to win for the Cards, 49ers, Wilson by far. Wilson uh, got traded to a team that gave almost all their firepower away in the trade. Uh, no, I mean, Wilson has a lot to work with. Jerry, I mean, Jerry Judy is deep threat. Now, he doesn't have the DK Metcalf type size receiver that he did very well with, but he made Tyler Lockett look unbelievable. And Tyler Lockett is. I mean, he's reliable from Kansas State. Uh, Dan, uh, Danger Russ going to the Broncos was crazy. Uh, Broncos gave up way too much. Got a lot of that. Wilson doesn't throw to tight ends, though, bringing up that. Well, and Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, I mean, good wide receivers there in, in Denver. I mean, we, he threw to Jimmy Graham when he was in Seattle. He threw to Luke Wilson, and I ain't talking about the actor when he was in Seattle. So Who else, he, Wilson? Right? He can. I, I'm going to actually go the other way. I think the like the sexy pick is Russell Wilson to a new team because he still has he's still young, you know, he's still in his prime. Aaron Rodgers now has an easier path to the Super Bowl. He's just trying to make it to the Super Bowl. He gets Devontae Adams back. Who are the quarterbacks in the NFC? Because you're just Tannehill just can't get to a damn Super Bowl. He can't even sniff it. I mean, he could sniff it, he just can't smell it, let's just say. For 
Aaron Rodgers, I think the more impactful thing is because Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. I think he can win another one. He has that ability because he's the MVP of the damn league four times. Who are the good quarterbacks in the NFC now that Brady's gone and Breeze is gone and and Wilson's gone? You've got Dak Prescott, who plays for the Dallas Cowboys, who has the biggest pressure on him than anybody in the league. You do have Matthew Stafford, right? Yeah, the reigning the, Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Which is your toughest competition. But the Cardinals, I feel like, are in disarray with Kyler Murray being unhappy. The 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo's gone probably, and Trey Lance is unknown. The Seahawks now have Drew Locke. The Vikings have the Ryan Tannehill of the NFC, which is Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. The Bears have Justin Fields, who struggled mightily last year. The Lions are the Lions. The Saints don't have anybody. The Falcons are rebuilding. The Panthers don't have anybody. And the Bucks have Blaine Gabbert, which pains me to say right now. The Giants, most Daniel impactful. Jones, Danny Dimes, the, the, the Eagles with, with Jalen Hurts. Uh, the, the, the answer is the Packers staying at the top of the NFC. Yeah. I You swing and you swing and you swing again. Eventually the tree will fall. I think that's coming, Austin. Uh, I think the biggest impact is Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. Just because. We agree. Know, Who's going to miss the – I mean, there's going to be a good quarterback sitting at home in the playoffs in the AFC West. I mean, t- technically – Maybe Matt, not. Maybe te- with Derek Carr. If Derek Carr is sitting at home, I don't well, think yeah, anybody's. But, but again, <laughs> but he beat Justin Herbert when it mattered last year to get that last spot, right? Fair. And so – Well, um, on a very weird game, but yes. But, but fair, but that's what happened. Like – you know, and so I mean, technically, could they have all four AFC West teams make the playoffs? Just sweep the wild card slots? I mean, that would be very weird for it to happen because I don't think so. Because they all have to, you know, beat each other. It had to be like a round robin where it's super even. Uh, and so, you know, I find that fascinating. It's, it's just a, you know, the AFC West is going to cannibalize itself. And so there's going to be a really good team. The AFC is going to cannibalize itself. Right. But, there's only seven slots. And that's why it's so important for the Titans to win the AFC South. You win the AFC South, you've got to go 5-1 and one at minimum in your division next year so you can get a home playoff game and just see who survives out of the AFC West, you know, in that slaughterhouse and what happens around the other divisions. The AFC North is always tough. So, uh, Wes, I'll clarify. He says, Zach, aren't you saying that Russell Wilson is the biggest impact because Aaron has the easier path? The goal is to win the Super Bowl. So how I look at it as the more impactful is Aaron Rodgers, who has won a Super Bowl and can win a Super Bowl, can impact the league and take all of the Super Bowl dreams, hopes, and aspirations away from every other team because he does have an easier path. So, Wes, uh, I understand you can look at it at kind of both sides. So I'm not calling you out for that but i I, that's how i view it as impactful you want to be at the top of the mountain the defending champs were tom brady now it is matthew stafford who's going to take that throne and i will say this uh, at the beginning of march and i i will try to refrain because i do get onto into modes where i just keep beating a dead horse like the mariota ball cap thing i mean I, i get onto these things i do not 
and I say this, I do not want to start calling Ryan Tannehill the AFC Kirk Cousins. I don't <laughs> want to start calling him that. I think he started it today. I, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to try to, I won't know. I, hopefully at one point I won't just refer to and just stop saying Tannehill's name. I don't want that. Tannehill is good. He's not great. And I just, it's so frustrating because we talk about how good the Titans roster is and Hey man, pressure is the measure of a man and Ryan Tannehill. We still have to got to do that show Austin of who has the most pressure on them in the NFL. I think Ryan Tannehill ranks up very, very high, very high. We'll we'll keep that in our back pocket because we've got shows to do and days to kill. So man, it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's it's fascinating, right? Because the AFC is super stacked with the Russell Wilson thing. But again, the AFC was stacked to begin with. And so adding Russell Wilson just means the AFC West is going to chop up on each other. And the Titans just have to survive the South. Just get out of it. Get out of the South and you'll be all right. Yeah. And that is, that is the one caveat. You're right. The path. You talk about Aaron Rodgers' path to the Super Bowl. Ryan Tannehill's path to the playoffs is Aaron Rodgers' path to the NFC championship game. Let's just say that. Or it was the one to... seed, the one seed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have the best. I mean, they got the one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So they're going to have the better quarterback in every game. Um, as long as Roger stays healthy. So A to Z sports here live on this Wednesday. Zach has been teasing his throwing shade uh, for two full days. I also have some pretty interesting shade uh, as well. So throwing shade here live on this Wednesday. Uh, so get your shade ready. I'm sure fans and you guys have shade galore. But let me tell you first about Renters Warehouse and Renters Warehouse Nashville. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. They create extra cash flow for you and your family. Get that long-term equity and, and long-term wealth through others paying your mortgage and then some by renting out your property instead of selling it at renterswarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. They are the king of the sports book, and they've got a deal just for you. That is ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager will win you $200 if either team hits an NBA three tonight. So sign up today, new users, ATOZ200. They're the king of the sports book. If you haven't downloaded the app today, I had a tough night last night. I had some bad beats, but back on the saddle again today, BetMGM, download the app right there in your app store. Shade on a Wednesday. Get your shade ready. I see Drew says throwing shade at getting this accident claim done and then getting him with a rental car. So Drew did mention that he got in a car accident recently. So uh, glad he's able to watch the show. Hope he's feeling all right. But throwing shade, uh, DJ says throwing shade on these gas prices. I think everybody agrees with that. Uh, uh, Jarrell says shade on AMC theaters. If the show is at 11, don't start at 1130. I'm done with my snacks by then. Uh, look, I mean, that's shade on you if you don't realize that movie theaters just milk that thing. All right. I, mean, I, I don't even know the last time I've been to a movie theater. Jarrell, the love of the show comes full circle right to my shade. Thank you, Jarrell. 
here is my shade. And I don't know, I, I think Jarrell probably went to the movie theater to see the same movie that I saw. My shade is this. I'm a Batman connoisseur. I love Batman. Batman's my favorite superhero. The Batman that just was released with Robert Pattinson is the worst movie, high-budget film I've ever seen. It is god-awful. It is complete <laughs> and utter trash. It was not damn good. It was effing horrendous. It was pointless. And here's what I'll say, and I am I have some venom on this. This was the worst plot and worst cast of characters I have ever seen in my entire life when it comes to Batman. They got Batman wrong. They didn't even show his parents dying. That's the whole premise of why Batman is Batman. And here's another reason why they got Batman deadass wrong. Robert Pattinson, some freakozoid. You know what Robert Pattinson actually looks like and actually who he played? He played, and this is not the character of Batman. This is why they got this thing dead wrong. They played the brother of Wedding Crashers. That's who the guy reminds me of. It's not Batman. You know what Batman is? (laughs) Batman is Bruce Wayne. Know the origin. Whoever directed this or created or wrote this needs to jump off a cliff. That's exactly what needs to happen. Because he, he, uh, how do I say this very nicely? He unzipped and did exactly his business on this film and on this character. The premise of Bruce Wayne, and I can't believe that I'm explaining this to the writers of The Batman. He's not some goth lord that likes punk music. You know what he is? He's a billionaire playboy. That is who Bruce Wayne is. This was the most horrendous movie that I've ever seen. It was three hours long. I walked out of there fuming mad on Sunday night. I don't even know how I worked this week because I've been so upset to get to this moment in time of this point of this show. So all of you, you jokers and yahoos think that this movie was okay. Rotten Tomatoes, this is a dead ass zero. You know how we do one to 10, one to a hundred. Don't stay on the fence. No, this is a dead ass zero. The worst high budget film I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm 34 years old. I grew up in the movie era. I watched Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura in theaters. Outstanding movies. Tens out of tens. This trash was a zero. That is my shade. You and I, I agree with Apollo and several others. You're the only person I've ever heard say this about the Batman movie. Honky Tonk right there. The first comment that I actually looked at. There's been a lot of comments. I will say, overall, and this is probably what made me even more angry, tons of people loved it. I went in Uh, thinking that I was going to love it. I I thought, um, look, I'm not a movie person. I do love Batman. Batman was my guy. Like, Batman was my guy growing up. I always dressed as Batman when I was, like, five and all that. He was my superhero, if he counts as a superhero. But anyway, uh, but Batman, I'm probably not going to go see it. Uh, but I've heard all only good things about this movie. It now I've also heard that it's a, like, you, so your shade. And again, I don't know the plot. Like you watched it. I don't, but from what I understand is this is a different 
part of the Batman story. So you threw shade. Part of your shade was that they didn't talk about his parents dying, which is how he became Batman. But I feel like you can't do that in every Batman movie. Like at some point that's already been established. And so you're just telling different, uh, using different stories about the Batman's full picture, right? This is not going to be the last film though, Austin, right? So that's the issue. If this was a one-off, right? Then it's different, but this is going to be a trilogy, and there there will be more. They yeah, well, that I mean, there's the there's the been movie. a million Batman movies, like right? There's been guy, there's been generations of Batman's. This, this, in my opinion, this will be the Andrew Garfield of Batman's. That was the Spider Man who was who every it is notorious that the worst, Sp- the worst Spider Man is Spider Man Three with Tobey Maguire when he's snapping his fingers in the coffee oh, shop. Yes, that. but the actual trilogy, the worst one is Andrew Garfield. For this, I believe, in my opinion, I mean, who is this goth dude? This is not like he looks strung out. Like this is not who Bruce Wayne is. Again, he's the wedding crashers brother doing paints. Like he's the weirdo Bruce Wayne. This is my Bruce Wayne. I stand it, by this. Yeah, this I mean, it, will it, always it, be my Bruce Wayne. That's this also Bruce, that's also my era of Batman. Yes, obviously. I want to say something, and I'm going to keep it. Yeah, that probably. I want to say something, but that this Bruce Wayne, this he does that. He does this. That's what he does. So Tyler says, uh, "You don't read comics if you don't get this movie, the new Fifty Two Batman." Look, I I don't read comics, Zach. I don't know if you read comics, but you know, it may. I don't know. I don't know the the point. I'm not up to that. I'm not in that world, so I have no idea. Hey, but look, you are you are one you and the guy on YouTube who you brought up the only two people that I that I've heard say that this movie's terrible. I knew I was going to get this because I told you I was really excited Sunday night to go see it because everybody that I had seen had said it was a really good movie, and I watched it from start to finish, and it was awful. And you know, Jarrell says Pattinson is not worse than George Clooney. The actual movie. The Batman is a bad movie where George Clooney, that movie, uh, that wasn't a great movie. I don't want to sit here and say that was a great movie because then people will really destroy me. The Batman, at least he exhibited and exuded who Bruce Wayne, the actual character is, you know, it's like, it's like Clark Kent all of a sudden making him, uh, completely different. And he's no longer a journalist. Right, he's no longer working for the Daily Planet. Instead, he's a trash guy that he picks up trash. Right, like you, it doesn't make any sense. Again, I guess it's just like you have a singular image of Bruce Wayne. Well, that's who he is. That's the character. But maybe not. Maybe if if no, and you I, create a new superhero, bro. If you're gonna cre- if you're gonna completely like change Zach, the premise, you are not of the Batman. same person today that you were 15 years ago. Like you, I mean, like you evolve, people evolve. They have different like time periods that they go through. <laughs> you don't evolve into this goth. Freak. No, you have, no, you evolve out of that. <laughs> like that's my, that's the point that if, if this was a younger version of what Bruce Wayne was and he involved into your Bruce Wayne billionaire guy, then that's the story of this the guy ain't going to become this guy. I can just well, tell you that right now. I mean, <laughs> no no that's chance your, in hell. I think, I think you have your image of what Bruce Wayne is and you are unwilling to accept other images of Bruce Wayne. That's so who I, he again, is. That's who Stanley created. 
to you. Right. Well, I don't know. Again, maybe not because the comics. Somebody said that if you if you don't like this or understand it, then you didn't read the comics of the full Batman experience. I don't My know. shade is no. Look, it's an opinion. The shade is opinions, right? right? I, I this know. is an opinion. So understand. I, I knew that I was going to get killed some for this opinion because it had good reviews and people liked it. I particularly thought it was complete and utter trash because that is not my Batman and it was awfully done. The plot was bad. I didn't even like the Riddler that much. And and, and Zach, apparently Stan Lee did not create Batman. So. Oh, DC comics. It's still, it's not the premise of, uh, that's who I resonate with superheroes. So you are correct, but, uh, it doesn't resonate with who Bruce Wayne is. He's just not your Batman. <laughs> and he'll never be my Batman. Uh, this right. is not Bruce Wayne. It's not how you've visualized Bruce Wayne. No, it, it this guy's a wuss. He, he, he's, he's scared. He's a it, freak. I, I, it can still be Bruce Wayne, but it's not who you see as Bruce Wayne. Bruce you, Wayne walks into a a, a, a hotel, oh, you're not slaps his that. rocks on the table with his that's Russian not, models, and says, "I'm that, buying this place." That's not how human beings evolve through a life. If this is, they're trying to tell the early twenties the evolution of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Then you got to tell the whole story that this is apparently the year two of Batman. So you have to work your way to get Bruce Wayne when you were. When you were 19 years old, you're not the same guy that you are right now at 34. I, I still wasn't a freak that turned so, into a but, playboy. Okay, all right. But that's ridiculous. I mean, you're being too stubborn with your mindset in this. Look, I'll, I'll be open to the next bat. I will. I watch all the Batmans. I, that's just who I am. I watch all the Batmans. He's my favorite superhero. I will watch the next Batman. Now, will I go into it thinking that it's going to suck again? Probably, but... I will go, I will at least see if this Frico can turn into what you are saying Batman is. Yeah, again, I just, I just think that you're being stubborn in your, uh, your opinion of what Batman needs to be always. And they can't be any other version of Batman. So anyway, um, so my shade. So I'm trying this uh, grocery delivery service out because I got free delivery for the first month of my signing up for it. And so, you know, the first couple times went pretty well. Third time, Sunday night, you know, I'm trying to get ready for a busy week. Going to set up the grocery deliveries. So groceries will be delivered by 8.30 Sunday night. Sounds great with me. Work the rest of the day, do whatever. Put Put it all online, did it ready. Yep. Yep. Uh, then, you know, the shopper's going through, if she doesn't have one thing, I get the text to say, approve or replace or refund, do all that kind of stuff. Right. So, all right. Then, uh, she's checking out Claire, Claire checks out uh, at the Kroger down the street. Claire has delivered your groceries. Uh, Sounds great. Open the front door, see four packs of diet Coke, two detergents, two big gallons of water and a bunch of stuff that I didn't order. Not my food. (laughs) And so what do I do? I immediately messaged Claire in the chat that we were communicating in the entire two-hour experience. Claire, this is not our food. Claire, this is somebody else's food. Claire, where are you? Claire, hello. Do you think Claire that has the disabled messages... chat? Claire disables chat. Done shopping for the night. Oh no. So 
I then go to the service and I talk to Javier in the service chat. And you know, look, apparently there's an option for I got someone else's order. I got right? screwed. There's an option saying I got screwed. <laughs> so what do I do? I, I'm messaging with Javier. Javier says, I'm I really apologize for this. Javier was great. He helped me out. Says, I will have your redelivery uh for tomorrow morning by 10 a.m. Okay, sounds great. Got my email confirmation, and everything. 10 a.m. comes, 10 a.m. goes. No food. <laughs> All right. So uh, he also said, Javier, don't request another help because it might delay the process. We'll follow up in 48 hours. So I try to be patient. Try to be patient. Uh, Monday night passes. No food. Tuesday Tuesday morning, still nothing. (laughs) Finally, last night at 7.30. When was the first order, though? Sunday at uh, 5-ish is when I put it in. Okay. So... Two full days have passed, and I have not gotten my redelivery. And finally, I got my redelivery last night that was correct. But it was just a terrible experience. And so now my play is I got free food out of it because luckily the order that I got that wasn't mine was a pretty healthy eater who does some of the same – like we got – the parfait stuff, the yogurt and the granola stuff, the, and the blueberries. You got that lucky. We like. I got lucky. Yeah, I got like some. Intri- I got some new snacks to try out. Uh, they got some uh, love bananas, seven bananas, and chocolate covered frozen bananas. Also, a little chocolate covered uh, frozen raspberries that are pretty good. A little tasty treat. So you know, it wasn't all bad. But like, I mean, good lord, four cases of diet coke, and so we. <laughs> we had to, so my neighbor, we distributed some of the stuff we didn't want to my neighbor. Uh, my wife took the diet cokes and some other things to her office, and so, like, so now my play is, I'm gonna jockey for a free full year subscription <laughs> of of this delivery service because of how bad this was, and it took two full days to get my damn food. Yeah, the hard part with that is with these services, you know, it's like the new tech. You don't get an opportunity to actually speak to a person. You've got to go through that bot chat. Uh, it was a real person. No, it was a, like, I was, I was, I was messaging with Javier is a real, real guy because he was responding. But you can't talk to him on the phone and bitch him out. That's correct. And nor could I talk to Claire and bitch her out because Claire messed this all up. Well, no, she's, she stopped shopping for the night. After I texted her five uh, uh, times. But she's got to get a strike for that, right? Yeah, like, oh, I mean, she has been removed as as an option for my shopper. But, but no, I don't she know. should be removed from the whole damn app. I, yeah, because like I mean, somebody else got my like the girl. Somebody else got my food too. So there's there's two people going through the same thing. So are you willing to disclose what the services are? Have you Instacart? Instacart, because I've heard of shipped, but yes. I, I but that that's just another service, right? Yeah. What's the service charge for like Claire? What's on top of it? Or is it a percentage, I guess? I have no idea. <clears throat> look, I, I don't hate on you. I've always wanted to try that, but it's, I have been look, uh, apprehensive Demetrius, because Austin's of Austin's man card needs to be revoked. But why? Because I get my groceries delivered? No, it's like, an experiment, right? Like, everybody, yeah, everybody who's like, everybody who's like, go to the damn store, man. Like, come on, like. I I am freaking busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. If it it's literally can save me an hour and a half a week to go to not go to the grocery store, I'm gonna give it a shot. If you listen to me talking on 
the podcast about the business of A to Z last week or a couple weeks ago after we expanded, where I literally said driving to an office at a 40-minute round trip is a waste of 40 minutes. You can be using your time elsewhere. Then an hour and a half of my time going to the grocery store there and back, I can use that time in another way. And so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, and, and you do you shop at Kroger, right? Yes. Maybe Jeff, Big Ten Jeff's coming in with some sensible comments today. What about Kroger delivery, right? And Go straight I, to the source so yeah. you can actually bitch them out. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. I always look to see who is going to get the tongue lashing, right? I don't want a third-party tongue lashing. I want direct to the source because then I can call uh, Kroger's corporate office. I can do a lot of different things. But like I, I've used now, I've used Instacart three times. My first two shoppers were great. Everything was fine. It was perfect. Great experience. Uh, third shopper, Claire messed it all up. And the fourth shopper who made it up, she was great. And so I, I don't, you know, I just, uh, I want to, I just, I want to, I, I want to keep doing this. Try Kroger delivery. It looks like it's, it looks like that's where, um, Ricochet, uh, yeah, Ray. Ricochet Ray, yeah. Kroger delivery approved. And he's a man of service, right? So he right. trusted. That's right. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I'm I, never. I, I don't have my schedule so messed up. I mean, I, that's why I say it's 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 justified that you try it. Well, yeah, because you know, I I got to the point where there was a couple weeks in a row where I was like scrambling to get to the grocery store to have food, and then we were ordering Uber Eats. Yeah. Screw this! You know, I'm just gonna see if they can deliver to the house. Uh, two pretty good shades today. Oh, yeah. Big show. <laughs> Big show. Big show. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Buck Rising live tonight. It is eSports primetime to react to anything else that happens in the NFL world. Crazy day uh, yesterday in the NFL. We'll be here to react to it tomorrow morning. Have a great Wednesday. See you later. Appreciate it. Adios.